0: everybody how y'all doing i am ben and this is dak
1: and together we are the guys who did this today the first day in a while if you haven't noticed (laughs) we will be continuing our journey through the expanse the
0: book series
1: today with book four the bola burn cabola artsy softsy
0: bola subola could be an ass
1: I thought it was the sea can be burn. anything I was thinking off C, but I don't now that I have say Big it all out, again I don't know now that I say it publicly I don't know <laughs> uh, and today we will be going through the prologue all the way to chapter six
0: uh, warning we will be covering adult subjects and discussing boi- spoilers for both the books and the show
1: absolutely mainly the books
2: they kinda of going. Although the hands. show
1: the show was probably the closest Pretty to close right now. the book. Yeah, 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. This is where they, they caught up. And it and it well, it wasn't all weirdly messed up like season two and three were. <laughs> true. If I remember right. Yeah, it was it so was yeah, more true. We are we are back. Uh once again. Hello, everyone. We know you missed our beautiful voices. I know I did Every, Every two weeks, which we we're very good at keeping that schedule. uh. So, yeah, book four. Honestly, I mean, I've only read four books, and this one is my favorite. I'll just say that right up front. Wow.
0: I just think it's the most interesting. It is the most interesting. The conflicts, the conflicts presented, the themes. It still holds up, although the later, I I think you'll like a couple of the later books. but uh, I'm,
1: I'm sure I will. I just,
0: I can't i think that. it's specifically better than two and three by a decent amount
1: yeah i agree i agree one and four are uh, of the first four one and four are my favorites um True. and up to point out the fourth season of the show is fucking awesome it's so good wasn't first that when amazon. they got the
0: the yeah, a- that was amazon, amazon money. money so
1: yep yep True. that shit was great all good things um yeah book four is great um sabola burn the title cabola I wish
0: it <laughs> just say it oh, different the fuck every time. You say
1: say this. <laughs> I can't believe
0: it's too late.
1: I can't believe this. No 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 no. It's never too late.
0: We've gone too far.
1: How do you pronounce this?
2: Please help me. Uh
1: we, well, regardless of how you pronounce it, uh we believe and we're pretty sure because I wikipedia this that Cibola refers to one of the seven cities of gold in uh, Mexico that the Spanish
2: essentially came in. It is Cibola.
1: Okay. It's a legend. It's a Spanish legend uh, that someone tracked down the seven cities of gold. I don't know much about it. Doesn't so I, matter. It's, based on, it's essentially based on a, a Spanish legend where uh, they're going to find the cities of gold. And it's called Cibola Burn because you've got our settlers burning fuel to get out to their city of gold. Wow. Uh, in, in the planets, the thousands of planets among our ring gate that has opened up. If you don't remember the end of our, our last book, uh, which, you know, I don't blame you. It's definitely it a while ago. Uh, yes, correct. <laughs> Ours. Yeah. So we are going to start today with the prologue. We'll go through the first few chapters like we, like we normally do. And we'll, we'll get into all our normal shenanigans. Exciting. The same as we've always been. <laughs> um, probably. Like I we think. never left. It's like we never left. I haven't. Have you changed? I haven't. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Okay. Prologue. We start off our book with the return of big bobby draper
0: Woo. i i don't know if you're allowed to call her big bobby d i don't know i don't know if that's allowed why not so you're uh, saying she's not big i don't i'm I, i'm just saying would you walk up to her and say hey big bobby d i don't Hell think yeah. I, I don't think i would like, i don't think buds. i could oh all my right God. all right dude she's got like she's
1: like a foot taller than me of course i'm calling her big bobby <laughs> That's not just bold. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> dude. It'd be fine,
2: possibly. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: but she's back. We're very excited. We have her back as a POV character in book four, which automatically makes us one of the better books. And she is on Mars, her home, and she starts off our book. She is riding the subway. She, unfortunately, now has a day job. She's trying to piece together her life following the destruction of Ganymede uh, at, in book two and uh, the fallout from that because she does not have a job in the military anymore. Uh, she is doing some thinking to introduce us to, to what's going on about the, the Ring Gate our Ring Gate Station, and all of the planets that humanity now has access to. And there are a lot of them, folks. A lot of big, beautiful planets out there just waiting to be settled.
2: Or colonized. Who could say?
1: So, we're here with Bobby on the subway. She is uh, accosted by a man. Says he is a veteran of Ganymede, and she gets a little heated and, and... Basically scares him, you know, roughs him up a little bit (laughs) and uh, continues on his way. But she it just kind of goes to show that she's still very deeply uh, impacted by losing all of her friends and almost dying and all of that. Fair. She works for Veterans Outreach, so she gets mad about this stuff because she wants to help veterans. And this man is not a veteran and he lied about it to her face try and get some money so she got mad she gets off the subway she we find out she's going to her brother's um one of my favorite little bits in this chapter uh she's walking through the hallways of a not very populated section of the martian dome cities and there's facial recognition for the ads on the on the walls and they're giving her personalized advertisements to her as she walks by because they're recognizing her face. I, I love that little that little detail. Um, and she, as she does this, she gets to her brother's place, a nice middle class hole. <laughs> reminder that their houses are called holes. <laughs> we got to get back in the get back in the expanse mode here. The hole, uh, in a in a in an area called Breach Candy. Not far from the lower university, which I love this little
0: Breach Candy. Breach Candy. You want to come back to my hole and breach candy? (laughs) Sounds interesting. interesting.
1: I haven't heard a more enticing offer in a long time. (laughs) Uh but I just love that little I don't know what the hell Breach Candy is. I don't know. I don't even know what the lower university is. Breach Candy. Sounds cool. It's really they're really painting a picture for us here on Mars, which we've really never been to, like on we've never been with a POV character that's actually been on Mars. I don't think up to this point. So, nope. Yep. It is, it is cool to get this. Um and she arrives at her her brother's house. Uh sorry, her brother's hole. <laughs> and her brother and her nephew are arguing over the long-term goals of Mars and the people on it, which is a very heavy-handed theme of this book. Basically, the her brother uh or no, her her nephew is in college. From what I believe I read. And he is very gung-ho about the possibility of leaving Mars. Maybe not leaving Mars, but the possibility of going to a planet that's Martian-like that has an atmosphere already. Because remember, these people live on Mars. They can't go outside. There's no atmosphere on Mars. The long-term goal and and why Mars are so good at like military stuff and engineering and stuff is because the long-term goal is for them to try and terraform Mars to create an atmosphere, like a livable Atmosphere, so they right. not being the domes, but that's gonna take, uh, uh, you know, I don't know how hundreds of years, thousands, I
0: don't know, it, I don't know how multiple long, uh, generations. They yeah, say, yeah. so
1: it seems like that's a hundred year, hundreds of years away in my brain, but, um, yeah, and then her brother is uh, obviously like a Mars, like uh, you know, I don't know, he he's like, we gotta stay on Mars, we gotta we gotta continue the work that our that our ancestors have done, and the young gun is is gung ho about not necessarily staying for another and staying living for 80 more years, dying under the domes. So right off the bat, uh, we get a lot of this, this conflict about, uh, the, the new planets and Mars and the belt. But to end this chat, the prologue here, we get a news flash after this argument, uh, at the start of dinner and a TV news alert goes off and it says that there has been a tragedy on a place called new era era being Ooh. what they call earth as a reminder
0: they call in this book
1: so yeah we get a nice little introduction uh bobby's back he beats the crap out of this guy because she's a lot bigger than him so you know she's she's still a queen beating the shit out of everyone uh she's trying to put her life back together aren't we all uh the, the main thing we get that is interesting to talk about. So, Mars, and I think by extension the belt, are essentially facing an existential population yeah at this point. We now have gates, ring gates, made by aliens, that have made it possible to travel to what I believe are thousands of potentially livable planets i don't know are, are this is actually a good question is every planet no through the ring gate oh. livable no. no
0: no it's not so like some are that, more than others
1: gotcha gotcha okay but either way there's like so many of these rings there's so many planets on the other side of them they've already found one specifically. i think there's
0: like a little over 1100 rings um
1: yeah so there's like a lot of rings yep um and a lot of solar systems on the other side of them and assumedly the was you know, at, at one point was doing shit, you know, around each of these rings or else where there would be rings there. So yeah, varying levels of livability for humans. But now, you know, we, earth is overpopulated from, from what we understand Mars. They cannot live on the surface. they They live like rats. I probably don't, don't live like rats, but yeah, uh, that's what you know, that's the argument. I smell a rat, certain people are making. <laughs> yes, so uh, you have a lot of people that are like, Well, why don't we just leave and go live on a new planet where we don't have to terraform it because it's already got an atmosphere? True, so
2: that is a big old theme. Of this book, love Very it, exciting.
1: Very exciting! I'm excited. Along with other other themes of other um, themes, colonization, capitalism, <sighs> property rights, crazy <laughs>
2: stuff, property rights.
1: <laughs> Most important of rights. Exciting! Am I right, Deck? <laughs> <laughs> Min- <laughs> mineral rights. Ooh.
0: Ooh, fun! Wow! Naming rights. Mm. Science rights. Lots of weird, lots of rights,
1: lots of rights, lots of rights.
0: Yep, I'm excited. And our favorite space racism, still Hell here. Yeah, still ready.
1: I mean, the expanse isn't the expanse without it.
0: Yeah, it could be called space racism, the book slash the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm it's excited. Paper. Um, do we want to go to chapter one?
1: I believe we're not at chapter one yet.
0: Okay. Well, chapter one is from the point of view of Baja, which is, if you'll if you recall, is Katoa, the little girl that went to school with May's father, who Wasn't... wait, wait, wait. Wasn't yes. Katoa a boy? Um, yeah, in my head she was a girl, but now I'm realizing she's probably a boy. Um, boy. So yeah, scratch that boy uh, who went to school with um uh, May, uh the little girl of What's his name again?
1: Oh, the guy. I say it all. The, I say it wrong all the
0: time. Prax, Praxidiki Mung, um, who uh, Kato is now dead, but um, Baja had fled. If you will remember, to I think they went to Luna. Either way, they fled. Um, and now they're on this new planet of uh, what they call Illus, and what uh, the establishment is calling New Terra. Um, Fucking establishment. So, so we meet up with Baja, um, and he's, uh, we, we learn, yeah, that he left Ganymede, um, after Katoa, he was munching around on, on Luna and some other places before this, they kind of got in this, uh, this gang that was making a break for, uh, for new Terra and they're like well that sounds better than anywhere here um and they went to start a new life with his wife and his, his family I believe he has two kids left um left. one one is about to go to university so like high school age I guess and then the other is smaller um but uh he's, he's going out he's skulking in the middle of the night to go do something uh, and we learn that him and some of his buddies are going to blow up a landing pad um so more exposition apparently uh the uh one of the earth corporations who has i guess paid for the rights to new terra um is coming here on mostly a science mission um to study the planet and the the wildlife so i guess we should say that this is like very earth like there's like other animals and stuff, not earth-like animals, but it has its own biosphere or whatever. Um, so they want to, they want to do some studies and, and, and dick around. Um, but the people here are like, no, this is our planet. We found it first. We don't want to be controlled by, uh, these capitalist pigs, um, and are trying to stall them by blowing up a landing pad. So their heavier ships. Can't, uh, can't land here safely. Um, so here where you meet Scotty, um, who's a minor character, doesn't come up that much. Uh is just kind of like a minion helping them. And then uh, is it Coop?
1: Oop. Coop. That's how I say it at least.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's how I think it's pronounced. Um Coop is kind of like the main, I'll say I wouldn't say antagonist, but one of the one of the main uh persons causing issues here. Um he's gonna be on the the main guy on the what do we want to call them? The settlers side. Um, um. Uh.
1: Yes. We'll yeah, call it's... them
0: the settlers, and then we're gonna we'll meet the uh the we government really people just, here soon. We could soon. just
1: call them the belters. We could call them. Yeah. The they, most
0: of them are belters. I think they're all belters actually. Yeah. Uh. So because all of
1: them are from Ganymede.
0: Yep. Um. So Scotty and his boy, they have barrels of what are the barrels? Bombs. Um, and Scotty is, is smoking a doobie as he's around these bombs to which Baja's like, what the heck dude? Um, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, but, but basically, yeah, they're going to go blow up this landing pad. They go to the landing pad, hook everything up. Um, then Baja realizes the ship is coming down right now. Um, and so Baja's like pro, I don't want these people here, but he's not pro killing people. Um, so now they have this crisis of, if they don't move these bombs, they're gonna kill everyone on that ship, basically. Um, but they don't really have enough time to, so, and, and Coop is, like, pro- it, it, he's he's really on board for some killing of the uh, the capitalist pigs here. He's like, well, so what if it does happen? Should we move the bombs? I don't know. Um, so he's willing to let this happen. Baja's not. He goes to try to disconnect the bombs, gets one disconnected, realizes that he's not going to have enough time, um, and then his, realizes his next best move is start sprinting, blow up the landing pad before they get here so the bombs don't go off directly on them. Um, so, yeah, that's I guess that's that's basically what happens. He does end up blowing it up. Um it sends him flying. Uh but he is he's alive. Um and uh, we'll learn what happened to the ship in in the next chapter, but presumably didn't kill everyone on board, but most people will see. Um So yeah, one thing I'd like to point out is all these people who went here had to like take drugs and like modify themselves. Because they're going to a place with like higher gravity. I think we saw like gravity torture in the other books. Like if you're a belter, you just get put in earth gravity, you're you're effed. You're fucked. Um, so all these people like went pretty hard to be able to live on this on this planet. And it's also yeah. evident that they're not uh they're not used to it. They make a bunch of uh, comments about how they're like, this is weird that we're like outside and there's nothing here. Um which is uh mm-hmm interesting there's like
1: a there's like a couple there's a couple things like the if i if i remember right these a lot of these people are refugees from ganymede yep and they may have been on luna at one point but i also know for a fact that they were all cooped up on a ship at some point and no one would let them dock anywhere they were refugees right um and when the ring gates opened up, they were already all refugees on the ship that they no one would let dock anywhere. None of the you know, no, I don't really know why nowhere in the belt would let them dock, but I don't it's I'm not questioning it. Um, but Earth and UN the Earth and Mars would not let them not let them, you know, I don't know. Go anywhere that they needed to go. So they were already all in the ship. They're just like, let's just let's just go. I don't know how they figured out that there's planets over there, but they did. And so they just very quickly before I any think there were like initial scouting
0: there. reports, um, gotcha, gotcha, of like unmanned ships going through and being like these ones for sure have planets that are yeah semi livable, um.
1: But they were able to get out there before it was heavily militarized, and and now the ring gate we learn in a in a chapter or two that it is you know it's like there's lockdown. a lot of military ships the uh, there's there's like a big there's a big old gas station out there uh, that we'll get familiar with, but. Yeah, so they're going from the, the the tragedy, the crisis on Ganymede, the war there, everyone starving and dying or leaving, basically, um, while that was going on, to being, you know, refugees stuck on a ship for a long time, very cramped, not fun, living conditions, to now having lived on this planet for a ye- another year, six months, uh, kind of having their own spot now, to... Our, our Royal Charter Energy company coming to coming to stake their claim as well. So, so they, you know, they they view it as a threat. They view this the the this this large massive, uh. You know, we 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 kind of talked about how big some of these companies are, like these companies are like so big that it, like doesn't even make sense. Like in our these these are like our Amazons, right? Like yeah. these massive like energy transportation conglomerates that own stuff that transports stuff all around the solar system like you know it's it's like they're so big they're like hard to comprehend how much like power yeah. and money and political influence they have so that that's there that's when 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 baj is talking to his wife at some point who's trying to convince him not to do this he's just saying like we have to delay they're blowing up the landing plan to delay right these people coming as long as they can because the thinking is that once they get here it's they're gonna be all it's of GG. their self government is is over,
0: so, which they're probably right. Yeah, so. I don't know what their end game is. That's like, true. I, th- I think Baja is, is kind of in denial that like, there's like if they wanna be independent, like they're gonna have to like actually fight, not just like, right. right. Um, blow up landing pads. Where I think yeah. Coop is like fully like he knows what's gonna happen. So,
1: and Coop. Um, he, it's mentioned that my man, it might be mentioned in a future chapter, but I, it's, I feel like it's worth pointing out. He's like, he was like in an OPA cell at one point when the OPA was like a, actually an antagonistic force in right. the belt against uh, the Earth, against the UN. So he's kind of used to direct action like this. Baja is not because he he was on Ganymede, one of the scientists on Ganymede, uh making food for the solar system. Yep. But yeah, we do at the end of this, I do want to point out at the end of the chapter, it actually does say the shuttle disappeared from view, shrieking a death whale across the valley <laughs> and went suddenly silent. So that we do kind of have a good understanding of what sounds happened about to right.
0: <laughs> sounds about right. That thing,
1: that thing went down. Yeah. All I mean, the way.
0: we learn right away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh not good, Bob. Nope. So,
1: yeah, quickly we have a we have a situation. The I don't know what to, I don't know what because we have two sets of like colonists, right? We have like the the original villagers, and now we have the scientists. Maybe that's how the settlers and the scientists. Maybe that's how I refer to them. I'm trying to think of the best way to do that. Um. But yeah, but we also have a lot of infighting, obviously, between in. in we need to do. For what the settlers wanna do and what the path forward is.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think
0: that's. uh I think that's it. I didn't know Smook
1: I didn't know Coop was fucking smoking in Jay. When does no it- that Where wasn't is-
0: Coop. It was Scotty. Oh, his other oh.
1: friend. Oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, he was. He was. uh Yeah, he was doing it to it right next to the bombs, which obviously <laughs> not a deal. Not great. It's like smoking a cigarette at the gas station. Just don't do it. Don't
1: do it. Unless you want to die. Or burn up. Oh yeah, Scotty laughed out a cloud of smoke. Yeah, my man was token up. <laughs>
2: yeah. <Damn. laughs> nice. Well, yeah, they they blew the fuck out of that landing pad. That thing got destroyed. And
1: uh, we are on to chapter two. Two. With a new character. New POV. I mean, Bajo was two, but we were at least somewhat tangentially familiar because of Katoa. And he's the man. Bajo's the guy that totally decked Prax in book two. He, like, punched the shit out of him.
0: Yeah. Well, he was being, well, optimistic.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> How dare he?
1: <laughs> I mean, he was he's being praxed. He's kind of punchable when he gets going. He was. In the beginning I mean, of Book 2, he was not the very punchable. kind of a annoying guy. Uh, okay. Uh, Alright, new character. Dr. Elvi Okoye. Uh, she is a scientist. And she is on a shuttle heading down to land on New Terra slash Illus right now. Isn't that crazy? I wonder what could go wrong. Wild. Uh, the, the shuttle has just took, taken a hard lurch, uh, is what I'll describe. And everyone's a little confused about what's going on. The pilot speaks out to all the passengers and lets them know that they've had a little malfunction at the landing pad and that they'll be landing in a nearby dry lake bed since the ship is too damaged to return to the Edward Israel uh i was like nice great we're still landing and then she's like oh shit we're we're (laughs) crashing actually we're not we're not landing we're crashing uh they crash land and lv blacks out uh we have a little bit of a flashback once lv gets knocked out and we're flashing back to the edward israel uh if i didn't say this the ship that the scientific ship that royal charter energy has sent out to illis to do scientific research uh, on they've been on the Edward Israel for 18 months after leaving Saris station uh to get out to Illus go all the way out to out past Uranus in Uranus into the ring station yeah right yep and um then on to Illis and um the Edward Israel uh, I'll talk about this later uh she meets Governor Trying his name is Trying do they pronounce that differently in the that is it literally like trying, like I am yeah. trying to do this. Yep, what a weird who decided that name? What a strange name, okay. <laughs> um, and he seems like a nice guy. He uh, he's like, I hope history judges us kindly, and she's like, uh, hmm, I wonder what that means. He, I think yeah. I a little naive <laughs> about what they're doing, yeah. but that's all right. Um, she also meets. A man named Adolphus Murtry, dun dun dun, the head of security, they gave him like a head of security name, and they go off and talk and they leave Elvie to her, uh, to her thinking. And New Terra is now in view, and LV is is getting caught up in the romance of it all. She's going to be the first of humanity to explore and catalog this new planet. We humans fucking love cataloging all about that shit. Uh... And it's time to go to the landing shuttle. They're, they're about to head down to to pl- to the planet. Head planet side. And she sits next to her friend, Faez Sarkis. And they are talking about Mars and the new planets and how everyone wants to leave Mars now and how it's not good for Mars. And they, uh, the shuttle heads is about to leave for New Terra. And then we get a flash forward. And Elvi comes to after the crash. She's back. Uh, she's alive. She lived. She uh, immediately notices giant strange looking ruin that has seems like it's pushed itself out of the ground on the on the planet it's like a long appendage like needle thing where we where we see weird appendage like things before i wonder um, and someone's talking to her attempting to see if she's alive and okay and it is Dr. Merton. Woo. So we learn <laughs> this is Lucia Merton. Lucia? Lucia Merton. This is Uh, Baja's wife uh, she is the main she's the one doctor that the refugees came with so she's been working as a trying to keep everyone alive, all the survivors alive Uh, Faiz is alive Uh, we learned that dozens of people have died including Governor Tryying that was short lived yeah our boy, RIP, he seemed like a great guy (laughs) Uh, and Faiz indicates that the landing path seemingly was blown up purpose dun, dun, What? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so yes that is our great book we get some the the authors like to do some they like to slap us across the face with some some themes and 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 you know real real shit so uh it's very funny it, you know it's kind of clear at this point two chapters in like what the themes of this book are we've right. got. <laughs> colonization obvious one we've got explorers going to new places and kind of uh it's it's humans taking over new spots without asking so that's what that's what we like to do um it's capitalism versus you know i don't want to say utopianism but you know like like almost like a socialist utopianism type thing where the villages are there's not really any right uh you know there is no economy they're just surviving they're just living Uh, to help each other and survive so uh, I also wrote in here indigenous rights that's you know obviously that comes with colonization stuff like that it's it's I put pseudo indigenous rights this is kind of a I I don't want to go too deep in this I'm not (laughs) smart enough to talk about this stuff but like they're not actually indigenous right Right. They, they try to they try to paint these settlers refugees as indigenous and they're they're not they're also colonists so it's a, It doesn't just really hold up, there. but they. Yeah. They do try. To, yeah. They do try to like kind of go that way at some points, but it doesn't really work for me. Um. But yeah, those are some of the those are some of the themes of this book. They're very. Again, when trying, when she's like, "What well, I'm trying to find this," uh. She's talking about how excited she is, and trying is like, again, that's such a weird name. I can't get over how weird that name is. I'm <laughs> trying to like really pronounce it because I'm trying to make it sound different.
0: Trying.
1: Trying. Governor Trying is uh, like, you, you will be famous. I'll like, I guess I will be. You're a legend. <laughs> You're a legend, <laughs> Uh And she's like, We're doing things humanity's never done before. And Trying says, Some things, and some things we have always done. <laughs> I hope history treats us gently.
0: <laughs> wow. That is just laying it on the head. Absolutely Sla- just smacking us. <laughs> In case you didn't sense the theme here.
1: Like wait a minute, what's he trying? What is he proposing? <laughs> um, and then it says like Elvie doesn't know what he quite meant by that, which is like Elvie, come on, girl, you know Same. what he's talking about. Um, so yeah, so we get even we get a little bit more in a, in a couple of chapters as well. Once we get past these first few chapters, they settle down a little bit, I think, with the uh the themes. But yeah uh we we get the kind of full introduction of the rce uh, royal charter energy they've received a official charter from the un to scientifically document and explore this planet obviously for at uh, well at some point for more people and businesses to come in and do their thing and make some money because that's that's we know what the goal is there for the government, and businesses. Uh, and then we have the settlers, and obviously we are set up for some conflicts between the settlers and Royal Charter Energy scientists who are now battered, bruised. Many are dead. So there's going to be no love lost there. Um, Elvi, our POV, she loves science. She fucking loves science. She's like so into science. She's blinded the, by it. She is Wow. She (laughs) blinded me with science. Um, And yeah, she's a little naive is what I am getting at. She talks a little bit about how people have been hooking up on this trip and how she's avoided it. Nice. Nice.
0: (laughs) Nice. Same. Never good. She's on that Sigma grind. Uh, (laughs) Truly, though. (laughs) Wow. She is um, the most Sigma... Yeah, she she's here.
1: like she's like, please don't. I'm not interested in, in a relationship. I just want to do some science. That's
0: it. <laughs> Are you gonna help me do science? Well, only for a little bit until
1: she's interested later. But I mean, you know, that that man has that effect on many. Yeah, everyone. Many people. Uh-huh. So we've heard. Learn. <laughs> um, and as a result of this chapter, our boy, Governor Trying, is dead. So we have no leader for the RCE expedition. Which is key because that his name is literally his title is governor. Like, I don't what do you think he was going to do? He was going to be the provisional governor of this planet until uh, Mars, the belt, and Earth figured out yeah. how the fuck this shit was going to be governed. So, my man was going to just be a provisional governor. Um, but now there's no real political organization on either side, R-row. um, not say either side, but basically, there's no real like. There's no appointed leaders at this point. I right. Um, there's a community leader on the settler side. There's the sec- head of security on the uh, RCE side. And those are kind of the two leaders that are going to be taking hold. And, of course, maybe a third party. I wonder who that could who be. Who is coming? Hmm, maybe a group of four individuals. Not sure. Um. This- so, yeah. That is... Book or chapter two, setting setting everything up. We understand now what the fuck's going on, or do we?
0: Or do we? I mean, we pretty much do. We um, know most
1: of it un- until the protomolecule gets involved. Yeah, because we know that protomolecule is going to get involved. But
0: oh, it's coming. She's oh, yeah. a coming.
2: Uh, okay. Part three. Mm-hmm. Chapter
0: Three. Uh Havlock. He's back. Almost as good as Heaven Miller back. Do Havlock. No, they don't ever meet again. No um, return.
1: Havelock's no back be, and
0: he's uh following no one the can rules.
1: Miller, except for Holden.
0: Yeah. So Havelock's like the uh he's working security on this mission. Um he explains that that basically this mission is like setting him up for life Um, because they're all getting hazard pay for the whole time they're coming out here and it's like something stupid like a bunch of months should we just
1: talk should we talk about this now because i really want to talk about this Uh, yeah sure i i would do this easily in a heartbeat (laughs) right would you you're getting hazard pay for like five years i mean they do almost die you're done i mean but they didn't i mean yeah normally this that wouldn't happen
0: I mean it is I feel like it's a pretty large risk. Like think he about what's even... happened so far. Like they went into the ring. Like anybody who's like gone near this alien shit has been like like I don't know, we saw that base almost kill somebody like true. It's it's uh I don't know, pretty risky.
1: Oh, but they've but they've known that these people have been living there for like 6 months.
0: That's true. Or more. I don't remember how long. It's got to be it's got to be longer. Than so that. what Ben Carter is saying, no. I yeah, I'd go take over a, a planet for. If
1: someone's like, okay, five year journey, and you're gonna get, I, I, how much is hazard pay? Does that just mean time and a half? Does that I don't, double? I,
0: it's I, a lot. Apparently they're set for life if they do this. That's I bet you you would be,
1: because you're just getting it for all hours of the day.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be nasty.
1: That's a nice paycheck.
0: Um, but you're going into an unknown. Like a place no one's ever done before. Like, what happens if like they don't know what's through the rings? They don't know. I mean, they kind of. That's why
1: it's that's why it's hazard pay.
0: I know it's just a pretty big (laughs) freaking risk, um, but it would be it would be wild, Uh, and it probably wouldn't be like if you just other than the unknowns, it's not that bad.
1: You shouldn't do this. No, right? It's not that bad. Um, and
0: probably not much worse than probably even better than his regular job because he's just watching over a bunch of scientists until he gets to the. Until he gets no to the thing, right. and then he wouldn't even even had to go down there because it seems like he's like in charge of keeping the ship okay. Right. Um,
1: it seems like a sweet gig.
0: Yeah, it seems like I have like made some good choices here. Yep. Um. So I respect respect okay. Mr. Haplock.
1: mean to interrupt you. I wanted to. I no, wanted it's to point all good. A man's here
0: in the bag. Yep. So he's already put this drunk guy in jail. Um. <laughs> Dude, great. Uh he's doing fine. Like if that's all you gotta worry about is some drunk people, like man, that's easy. Um But uh yeah they explain how he's been all over the place, even Protogen, just working random security jobs since uh since the the incident on uh, Eros. Um and now he's here. Um So he's seen a lot of people die that's that, that was made evident um but then he's called to a meeting with Murtry and uh good, good old smithy um oh you know you know how it's pronounced actually what? i told you wrong oh, it's oh, Treyhan. it's Trahan. um tell, who who's Trahan? i don't even know who Trahan is that's it's the political guy not trying, or Wait, that's how... It's Trahan. His name is pronounced Trahan? That's how it's pronounced in the audiobook. Why do they spell it like that? How
1: is it spelled? It's spelled like T-R-Y-I-N-G. Try Like, literally the word I am trying to do. Like, I am trying Trahan. to walk. Huh.
0: Treyhan. So that Y is an that's H. That's how they
1: say it in the audiobook? That's yeah. fucked
2: up. What? Yep. That is
0: mind-blowing. Uh, is that a real name? <clears throat>
2: I, is it, it a name in I, some I mean, other
0: language? What language uses the Y as a H? I don't think Spanish does, right?
2: Um, I don't know many other languages.
1: <laughs> I have no clue. I've never...
2: Trey... Name.
1: I, it does Hindi. not seem like...
2: Oh, maybe not. How is it spelled,
1: though?
0: How are you wait, how is it spelled again? T R Y.
1: Like T-R-Y-I-N-G. Again, like I'm trying to shoot this basketball. I'm trying to make um, a cake.
2: I don't know.
0: Unclear. Unclear, but it's pronounced Treyhan. Um
1: That's so interesting. I never would have. Or that's, that's how they, how they pronounce in pronounce the that. audiobook,
0: which I assume is correct. It seems like they would have figured that out before they started doing that. Uh, but that's, uh, that's how it goes. Um, but they have a meeting with Murtry, um, who is clearly an evil dude at this point. Um, the very, the very
1: first time we meet him,
0: they almost, <laughs> uh, they, they discuss what to do about the bombing. Um, and like Smith, who's the other kind of officer is like, well, we can't like go to ham. um or we're gonna like upset this this like balance thing we're gonna look bad to the to the outer world if we just come in and basically take over these these colonists um into which Mercury is like eh, they have like a four month delay we <laughs> like it's fine it's fine we can do what we want um so that's interesting and slightly concerning um but yeah, you can see Mercury is clearly taking charge of the situation and probably going to take charge of everything just like and he does. He spoiler he does end up taking charge of the situation at hand. Um, so yeah, that's great. We learned again that most of the crew is scientists. Um, they're just here to do their science shit and are, and some of them are like LV and clearly like honestly just don't care about the colonists other than if they mess up their experiments. And do not really have a, I guess, I mean, like a swing in what's going on, um, so that that also is interesting. Um, we learn that they have only an old com r- laser as a weapon. Uh, so again, we're using com lasers lasers as weapons, uh, like not, a, uh, not again, like the behemoth. Um, so that's fun. We 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 do that a lot, I guess. Uh. What else? What else happens? Oh. <laughs> I think it's it's Murtry asks asks Havlock what do you think of belters? Really yeah. concerning uh, stuff from real, my guy. Real,
1: real talk. This is this is good. This is good locker room talk here.
0: <laughs> what do you think of the belters? Because it important to note some of the scientists are belters. Yes. Very um, important very important so racial tensions are very real still so it's not like full like just out earthers and martians it's it's more
1: it's less racial it's it's more like nationalistic
0: true but still i don't know
1: but yeah i I, there's there's a clear like
0: what do you think of them belters like
1: if you're saying belters is in like I don't know. You could I think you could you can easily see it as being that's saying like this is a race of people or like this yeah, is yeah. a r- group of people. I don't I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but uh it does. They refer to it and there, there's because there are people that are clearly racist against belters because they they look different and talk different and stuff like that. Um but like when they talk about it like this, it's almost more of a it, it's like it's like when the us interned japanese people during world war ii yeah right? like that's what they're, they're worried that like oh our belters are gonna like go bad or like go yep. to the other support the other side yeah when you know that that's kind of what they're doing and that now that i've now that i've said that that yeah. was absolutely 100 percent racism so
0: yeah <laughs> yep. yes yep yep yeah yep. so he's basically asking havelock to keep an eye on the belters down their side um which ha- which he does. This always always does. goes well. Um, there's another comment made about, uh, well, how are we supposed to do our work when there's people trying to kill us? Um, that's dumb enough. Which don't get us all killed. <laughs> which is honestly like you have this huge power imbalance here because we have literal military versus like yeah, um, people who can make homemade bombs, which is bad, but yeah again you have the military um versus some settlers so um interesting stuff that they're gonna try to uh justify here uh but you can already tell Merc is, is the kind of guy who's gonna like go in there and fuck shit up um and seemingly
1: and that, My man is mad
0: does not like the belters not a big not a big fan of the belters um Oh, also pointing out, Mercury seems to not give a fuck that Trahan is dead. He's he like skips right over. He's like, "All right, what are we doing?" Like who cares? Um that, maybe even I, I wants that,
1: it. Yeah. I think that that is just who... Is. It's also
0: like a military thing, right? Like um yeah. You you like do your your duty. You uh you go on. Wait, um, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. What? I'm seeing the word Trahan now. T R A A N. Was my man... Was his name Trahan trying?
0: Maybe. Or are these two different people?
1: Are these two different people?
0: Either way, they're both dead.
1: They're, they're both fucking dead.
0: I think it, it could possibly be two different people. And yeah, yeah, Trahan.
1: This. Trahan. The message was tagged for security services. Murtry, Way, Trahan, Smith, and himself. But Trahan is a security person gotcha
0: gotcha this makes more sense now Okay. um so now that we straightened all that out um so they also they they discuss um so they say they're a year and a half from anywhere which is again nuts to think about um cool. and i really like how they have that like actual time going on man a year of your life to like get somewhere that's crazy going somewhere yeah Crazy. um. They... Oh, the other thing I want to discuss is it's weird. They're sending so many real science people. Like, it seems like kind of a big risk to send, a, like, all the smart people you have to this place when you could probably just send, like, drones and stuff to, like, collect stuff and do data. Um,
1: I'm guessing... That it's also a bit of a messaging thing, like a pol-
0: like yeah, not really no, that's true. But like they want to get at, boots on at, the ground.
1: Look at this, we have our people down here, They're yeah, doing stuff. Yes, yeah. look at us, look at us go. And the
0: scientists, to be fair, probably um, wanted to go because this is like probably, this LV is like crazy. Ready to go. Like Elvie yeah. was like, I don't know, he was like, she was, she was feeling it when she like hit the, she saw yeah. the animal. I think we're gonna see that here soon. She saw the animals yeah. for the first time. She was mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Yeah, she lost, and I'm gonna she it. I'm going to lose it. So, uh, this is, like, a dream for them. Uh, so, yeah, that's true. But, still, seems wild. Um, wait. Oh, okay, this makes more sense. <laughs> I was, I'm reading my notes here. Saw some concerning stuff. Um, so, yeah, basically from the conversation, it looks like Mercury hopes they get attacked so they can justify, um... Beating up the Belters. Uh, which is again, concerning. i had wrote, hope they will get attacked, attached, so they can fuck the Belters.
1: <laughs> the vibes are very different, very with different.
0: that sentence. <laughs> Extremely different vibes. Murtry's playing a dating simulator over here.
1: I hope to get attached so I can fuck them. Sure. I mean, it makes sense in both cases. Um... That, that's what we like to call an unambiguous note that's good wow that's good
0: oh another it is what yeah head.
1: mercury mercury is interesting because he clearly he he's he's very mad that <laughs> this has happened he clearly is a violent and he violent person he's a hold to grudge because my man is a very pissed that i mean I you know i uh, we i almost, I almost don't want to undersell his reaction i mean he like dozens of people that he's been living with for a year and a half have died um so i mean i i i think a lot of these people have a you know a decent right they're be mad they they kind of know that the landing pad was blown up i don't think they're in the wrong that they're super mad where they they paint Murtry as very dangerous is that my man's like seething he's very angry but he's also very—he's able to remain very calm about this situation, because like one of the other security people is like, "So can we just like go and start murdering them?" And he's like, "No, we don't want to make them—we <laughs> uh, don't want to martyr them. We don't want to like—we don't want to have that happen and have news cameras over there all over the place. We want them to provoke us so that we have an excuse to to do some right, bashing, do some and so he's kind of they 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 call him a threatening as a rattlesnake and that that's like a good thing he's he's he knows that they cannot just go guns blazing and start murdering everyone they'll be sent to jail they will like there there will be consequences cuz like earth does have the ability to see this shit i don't know how exactly but they do there's clearly cameras and stuff and people communicating back to the un and mars and stuff but he does want the opportunity To fuck some shit up. Just gonna wait for that
0: chance. For sure. For sure. And he, I mean, Mercher does some evil stuff here. He's a scary dude.
1: He's Um, in the show. His casting in the show was so good. Love that guy. He's a a bad man. He calls him, we just gotta say it. He calls the Belters eggheads.
0: Uh, Wait, does he Does he say that to the Belters? Or I thought it was the... I think he says that to Havelock when he's... I thought oh, he was no, talking no, about no, the no, scientists.
1: He is talking about the scientists. That's actually better, even. Talking about the, the scientists. He calls the scientists eggheads. Wild. Wow, God, God love those scientists. Those fucking eggheads.
0: Those eggheads. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's fun. Another fun quote. I think Havelock says this. It's only prejudice when you haven't lived it. Wild. Have like, damn it! Come on, dude. Have like has some tough choices here in the first half of the book. I Um, mean,
1: this is a classic. Oh god, I can't believe I don't want to do this. How do I do this? I don't know, man. This is like when. So this is like (laughs) when you're, you know, you live in the United States. Careful. And you go to their. No, no, no. This, this, this. When you you go to like. Uh, any other country, and they're like, Oh, you fucking American. That That's kind of what like yeah, experience, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And because of that, he's like, What he's trying to say is like, Yes, all Belters will be like, You fucking UN people, you know, like, yep, regardless yep, yep. of that, that is what he's trying to get at. It doesn't really come off that way. Yeah, yeah. But I, I and I, I don't want to like <sighs> say that he's not being a dick here, but like, that's my, my, me trying to give him the benefit of the doubt is saying like that's what kind of situation yeah. it is, but i don't think it's actually that um, yeah
0: and he does he, he redeems himself later but um but yeah he's he's got some tough looks for a little bit here yep for the most of the first part of the book yep uh but you know sometimes you're on the wrong side and he gets back to the right one though so that's all that matters or does he i don't know
1: Laughing at you being watch it, careful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a
1: stream of consciousness. I'll can- get you in trouble.
0: Mid show canceled. Um, oh, interlude man. is oh, a bunch of nonsense. Uh, yeah. Know. So basically, um, we get the interlude, which is basically we're led to believe the proto molecule, um. Trying to do its thing, so it keeps saying like it's reaching out, it's reaching out. It can't find an answer. It won't find an answer. It's saying a bunch of weird shit like, um, somebody re-experiences their flesh falling off her body, um, but it does not let her die. And like a bunch of other, you can see multiple people's basically like memories and consciousness in this thing from when it absorbed it on Eros and and all the other people it's absorbed. So we get us we get a sense that it's it's kind of got. It knows everyone in there and like has all their makeups as long as 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 well as like other things, like the ship it destroyed. So it has like everything it's learned and all the people inside of there. Um and it's trying to hook back up with um the main alien race, but it can't. And um it's gonna keep trying until it can, uh, basically, is what we get from this. And we also yeah. get that our man Miller is so good at being a detective that the protomolecule is like we got to use this guy as the template to like figure this shit out Hell which i find yeah. hilarious they're like there's only one man for the job he's the guy it's goal. miller oh let's go <laughs> um and so basically explaining that the protomolecule has made miller um to try to figure out the investigator they call him um to try to figure out what's going on try to try to see what happened to the main alien race, basically. Um, And, uh, yeah, but it, it obviously can't and it won't because the alien race is gone. Why? We'll find out later. But, um, yeah, we also get a bunch of... You also
1: gotta be careful because... I don't want you to spoil anything. I'm not,
0: I'm not spoiling anything. But you get a bunch of interesting things. One, that all these people memories are in one place. That the protomach is kind of connected back to the main source. Um, and then, yeah, that Miller is, is the dude. Um, so And it's getting better at being Miller every day. Which is fun.
1: The insectile leg will twitch forever. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> like that? That's a good one. Nothing of him doth fade, but suffers a sea change into something
0: rich and strange. Are these parts of the interlude? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it gets pretty up. wild. These are straight up words, brother. Heard the moment a boy first learned his sister was leaving home. Sad. Wow. They picked a lot of depressing full, stuff in there.
1: Full fathom five, thy father lies of his bones are coral made. <laughs> fucked up. I don't know what the fuck that
0: means. I don't know. They went a ham.
1: I like these interludes. They're weird. They don't make any sense. <laughs> They're hard. weird. Hard to make any sense of it until you kinda of say, like there's a couple pages of the proto-molecule trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. That that's what that's all this is. But it's doing weird shit because the is weird weird yeah. spot.
0: It's it's kind of giving you a hint to what the alien species is and was, but um in a very yeah. roundabout way. But that's... didn't
1: didn't we get that at the does that happen at the end of this book? Didn't we get a little bit of that at the end of last
0: book? We did, but it's still not there's, like... So to be honest, like out. I didn't figure it out until it was fully explained to me later. Um, but yeah.
1: I don't think I have a good understanding of it, and I'm afraid to ask. No,
0: you probably shouldn't. But there's one word, though. What's the word? Oh,
1: well, I don't want to say it. Okay, that's in case, fine. In case this happens at the end of book four and not book three.
0: Well, I think it happened. Maybe you. Maybe you
1: mentioned this to me. I think
0: I did. I think I like helped put it together. I don't think I know
1: this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yes, and just uh, now that we're talking about it, you saying certain, you phrasing certain things and pointing certain things out has made me remember what that is. Yeah. So,
2: it's cool. It's cool.
1: It might be. I wouldn't know.
2: All right. Chapter four. Yep. Who
0: could it be? It's me. Holden. Whoa. You're he's telling me back. Holden's going to be in this book? You're telling me James Ooh. Holden's in this book? What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> uh, He's back. Uh,
1: the Rocinante is back. We're getting the gang back together. Let's go. Finally. Um, We are with the Rocinante, and they are asking permission to pass through the ring. With an OPA heavy freighter, the Callisto's Dream. Uh, I don't think you say ships as the Calli. You just say the heavy freighter Callisto's Dream because it's a name. Yeah, I'll allow um, it. So they are escorting a freighter ship out to the ring uh, for money. This is their job. Weird. and it's a good. It's a nice job. Just chill. Um. Holden points out that Miller, we don't, it doesn't point out, Miller's just talking to him, just talking to him right behind him, he says you're getting old, fucked up, <laughs> Um, and he, the Miller situation we learned is getting much more realistic, it's getting better and better, it's almost, I, I think Holden's basically like, it's basically like, it's the real Miller, again, like we, in, back in book three, the simulation would do weird things, it would talk in ways that didn't make sense. In order to try and like, tell Holden things, but it didn't know how to like explain itself or like talk like a human. Basically, it knows how to talk like a human now, and, it'll, and it and it just curses. Um, but it still says weird shit because Miller said weird shit a right lot too. So, um, once again, he says, "Of my bones are coral made," which I, I really, really like that. I don't really know what that means, but um. Yeah, so they're heading out to a station, Medina Station. Uh, Medina Station is the now modified Nauvoo slash Behemoth slash Medina Station. And we are parked inside the ring gate now and our glorified gas station for ships coming from our solar system to going going to the ring. They get some supplies, they refuel, blah, 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 yada, yada. Then they head out. Into the rings. I don't think there's been a lot of this yet, but there probably will be, if I had to guess. Uh or maybe it goes terribly wrong and there isn't a lot. Who knows? Could be either. Could be either or. Um, Holden, because of Miller, does not want to stop at the station, even though they've been on these this escort ship, uh escort mission for I'm assuming a long, long time, months. Uh a- our 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 crew Amos, Alex and Naomi all want to stop which makes sense. Um Holden doesn't want to stop because Miller's ghost really wants him to go out into the ring and explore the planets through the ring gates and Holden's like I do not want to do that because I don't want to do anything that you want me to do because that seems scary, a little frightening and concerning. Unfortunately for Holden our friend fred johnson would like to talk to him and so they do dock up and head to medina uh we we see fred again i don't know if we've seen fred in person in a while i can't remember but he he's got a fully gray head of hair and i i don't remember if he's got a beard in the book but i'm assuming he's got a big beard in the book he's old i'm assuming it's gray as well my man is getting old uh they catch up a little bit and fred says that they've got a message from another old friend of ours, which ah oh, fuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Avasarala, uh, I don't know if that was right or not. I can't remember. Uh, basically, she has sent them a message. Fred is is she's been talking with Fred. There has been the tragedy on Illis slash New Terra yep, that has gone down. Dozens have been murdered, and while the uh, planet the the you the, the solar system decides how they're going to govern this new place. How they're going to figure this out? Absarla and Fred would like to nominate Holden and crew to go to Illus to be an impartial observer while everyone figures out how to handle this.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: Fred gives Holden the most. Reality lowdown dumps uh, uh, of all time, just the most obvious and very straightforward reality dump that I've ever heard. So we get the whole situation, which we'll go, I'll go into after I'm done with this chapter. But um, after following this conversation, Miller, of course, is fucking jacked. He's so excited. He's like, yes, we have to go. You're going to go, right? We have to go. Holden's not sure. Someone walks around a corner and Miller disappears and Holden's like, thank God. And Holden gets back to the Rosinante and the gang talks about going to Illus. Holden says there are many good reasons to do this. It will potentially dictate the way thousands of new planets are settled and colonized. Amos points out that they will get paid well. They should do it. Ooh. However, Miller wants him to go and that spooks our boy. And I think he kind of is open with everyone now about how he just can see fucking Miller and he talks to him a lot. Um, and he said Miller really wants him to go, and he doesn't really like that. We can kind of assume that they decide to go. So our, our crew, the Ross Anante, Alex, Amos, Naomi, and Holden are going out to Aalus. Going through the ring, baby. So that's book four. Um, I'm going to try and go through a little bit of the... Exposition we get um, from Fred. I, it's it's unbelievable. He's, he walks through. Illis is the name. The Belters who landed there gave it. Royal Charter Energy, the corporation with the contract to do the initial exploration, call it New Terra. Holden says, can they do that? People already live there. Everyone calls it Illis. Fred's like, you see the problem. And we all go, yeah. yes, we see the fucking problem. It's very clear. Um, so... Yeah, they we get a little bit more background ship build a ship full of Ganymede refugees commandeered a Malquick heavy freighter blew through the ring at high speed as soon as the first probe results came out Um, before we had time to pick up the pieces for the military blockade. And they did some other things. So they kind of went through blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else do we got here? RCE has the UN Charter. The plan was to study these worlds for years before anyone
0: lived on them. Wow. Um,
1: That's Holden surprising.
0: Pres- yes, I think that makes sense, though. Does it a- though? Like, think of what would happen if, like, what has happened when we find like new parts of the Earth or whatever. Like, we go over there and like fuck shit up or try to so, make money off of it.
1: I say, I say yes, but also. The, the whole world has basically been discovered at this point. And I feel like our knowledge is at a point where I don't know how to like mm-hmm. like I, the the Europeans coming to the North America and South America, like they didn't initially know that they were murdering everyone with like smallpox and shit. I'm sure they they realized quickly that. <laughs> they were decimating the native populations, they probably didn't give a fuck, but... Like, I don't know. I, I think it it seems like they're, they've are they done this before, right? Where they've, like, settled moons and shit, and they probably did the same thing where they tried to figure out, like, can we actually live on these places before they went there? I don't know. It seems like that makes sense to me. Maybe.
0: It might make sense. I mean, yeah. I just think... It would make more sense to me if they were trying to like make money off it. Also, how do they sell? Like the whole like selling of the charter to me is weird. I don't think like, they sold it. I I think it was just like I think they. I buy the rights to this. Like what is, like what is no, going on? No, I don't on? think
1: I don't think they have any rights. I think this is more like a. Like, I think the UN grants to RCE. I'm assuming a a UN based company probably. Uh. They're, they probably had some sort of application process. Like, we are going to, someone is going to do this. Like, tell us why you should do it. And this company mm-hmm. won. And so they've won, quote-unquote, the charter mm-hmm. to go do this exploration. They're probably getting, they're all going to get paid to do it. But it was fair. That's what I, that's my understanding. That's my interpretation of this. Um, I don't think the, the RCE very likely is hoping that this turns into some sort of you know, exclusive mining contract that lets them mm. make more money on their energy corporation. i not. I don't know exactly what they do, but that's that's my that's my thing. But Holden, very thank you, Holden, for this. He's like, wait, UN Charter? When did the UN get to be in charge of a thousand worlds? <laughs> nah. Thanks, Holden. Classic situation is complex. Fred says. We have the UN making a power grab to administrate all these new worlds. We have OPA citizens settling one without permission. We have an energy company getting the exploration contract on a world that also just happens, just so happens to have the richest lithium deposits we've ever seen. So...
2: That's, that's... Yeah. So somehow, I just have
1: to point out, I... This is the weakest shoehorning of our main characters in the, into yes. a book that we've had yet. A little bit. It's it's fucking absurd. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Any at all. And, (laughs) yeah. Fred is some random dude on a gas station at this point. Avasarla is still not... I I believe at some point she becomes higher up, but she's, like, not the leader in the UN. She's just still, like, a number three or two or something. And they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna send Holden, this random fucker, who isn't part of any government is
2: literally his job right now is to escort ships
1: full of soil to be an impartial observer. (laughs) It'd be some sort of like red guy who always
0: fucks things
2: up. Yeah.
1: What's that? Yeah. What's the organization that like, what's the, Oh, it's the UN, right? Isn't that what we always say when there's like war crimes, That like the UN is going into observe. Like, right. In our world, the UN serves that purpose, I guess. But that's you're just sending in like a random dude. It doesn't make any. It doesn't make any
2: fucking sense. A little wild. If he was like a high ranking,
1: I, I I don't I, I it <laughs> just it blows my mind. I don't know how else they get him out there, but. Really dumb, but they had to they had to do something. I think they're now we're now Holden is the impartial observer on behalf of the UN Martian and Belter governments because he's famous, I guess.
0: What could go wrong?
1: I don't think anything could go wrong. He's learned a lot these past three books. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he's like a horrible person to like send out there. He's like a very like noble, no secrets no. kind of guy. Cute, Um,
2: right, right. Good with kids. Um.
1: But yeah, I it just doesn't it doesn't. It's like literally like the U.S. government calling me to go be an impartial observer somewhere.
0: I like it. (laughs) Would I be Would I be great at it? Yes. Yes.
1: Would I impartially observe the shit out of all that shit? Yes. But is there a reason to call me? No. Actually, no. I would be very partial. That's the other thing. I don't think there's any sort of impartial way to be an impartial observer. You're going to have some sort of partiality. Um, but yeah. Also, apparently, it's because that they have an atmosphere-rated ship and they're already at the belt. I don't know. They're they're trying to doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. But that's okay. So yeah. So we basically just get uh, reintroduced to our our team here. Uh, we get a little bit of a reality lowdown. And our crew is heading out to Illus. Fair. Fair. Balanced. You do what you always do. You maintain absolute transparency. <laughs> Holmes's like, yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. That's Easy. one thing you won't have a problem with.
1: Say no more.
0: Say less. Um
2: cool. Uh chapter five.
0: Bot. <laughs> Baja or Baja depending Baja. on your point of view.
1: Not the Baja blast, please know.
0: Um uh yeah, so Baja's having a little meeting with uh Zebe and Coop. Um and Baja's freaking out a little bit about the fact they basically blew up the ship. Um caused it a crash, killed a bunch of people, injured some others. Um and it's uh it's not great times not great times um and he's he's starting to realize like kind of what's going on here um he's coop is like he's full like here we go we're going to we're going to fight this to the end he's like we got ri- lithium ready to go to the market um and we're going to fight these losers until uh until stuff happens um they Basically, Baja's like asking, like, is this an OPA cell? Like, what's going on here? And um asking, like, hey, wait a minute, is this like the right way to do things? Should we be like um doing this stuff? Um, to which Coop is just like uh, like fuck you, man. Um like we we gotta do this to survive. Um, and kind of threatens Baja. Uh, and so I think at this point Baja realized he is uh, he's in over his head. He kind of threatens to, like, say, tell everyone that Baja did the blowing of the <laughs> the ship up um, to which. Yeah, basically Baja just got blackmailed and he's now um, kind of in this, whether he likes it or not. Um, he's going to I think he gets blackmailed the rest of the way into like doing all the rest of the stuff that's going to happen. Um which sucks. Uh, but uh I don't know, he made some bad choices. Um they talk about they know apparently it is known that a a mediary media medi- basically they know Holden's coming. Um yep. and they know uh they know that uh stuff's gonna happen. Um later, uh Bajai goes to meet with his wife um who is he's trying to like kind of gauge out about how she's feeling it appears initially she's feeling um fairly fairly okay but then they they talk about is this right is it felicia
1: i i pronounce her name i pronounce this felsia
0: felsia ah that sounds better or maybe Um, it's i think it is felsia um so felsia their their oldest i believe wants to go to university um and baja has issue with this because going to university would mean kind of leaving the family and leaving this life they had kind of started here um and they get into this huge argument about like life basically like Baja's basically like we gave up everything to come here this is like our new home this is who we are um and and Lucia uh Baja's wife is kind of like hey we made this choice but she didn't and we should probably let her do what she wants to do um and it doesn't really get resolved because this this uh the little one comes in and they they kind of nix it um so it's uh yeah some interesting stuff there um a few more complex we we see that we're we're getting ready to uh for some i don't know what you want to say it like fights not fights but because neither side wants to just i don't know fully go at it but uh there's gonna be some interesting stuff happen um Oh, one interesting thing was they say throughout history, legal titles and claims are rationalized after the fact. So basically they go and do what they want, and then they go back and say, "Well, we had uh, rights to this because, blah, blah 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 blah," um, which is, is kind of true, and kind of the easiest way to do it. so yeah, um, I really like
1: I actually really like the arguments between Baja and Coop, and I think it's like... um, like nowadays, I, like it's funny. I think reading this, maybe back when this book came out... When did this book come out? 20, like, what? 2012? Better than that? Something like that. 2014. I think reading this in 2014, you'd be like, oh, man, Coop's crazy. And, like, I read this now, and I'm like, Coop is kind of like the direct action hero that we all need in our lives. Like... This is I get I get a lot of vibes of like, oh, this isn't the right way to do this. This is the right way to do this from yeah, yeah. Baja. And I don't think is actually I think is more in it than he wants to be. I, right. I I like like I think he's like he's trying to justify not doing this to him not doing some of this stuff to himself. And I think he but I think he is more in than he thinks he is. Um but yeah, like reading reading this argument in twenty twenty two, I find myself being like wow coop has kind of got a lot of points here <laughs> like uh if they let rce come in here what did you what did you just said something that i agree with or like that they talked about yeah how like the rights how the you know the the winners you know the the winner whoever wins the war that's who writes about how the war went then they just justify it uh, yeah yes yep so like RCE is a huge corporation. They're going to come in and steamroll these guys. These are There's like, what, 50 settlers? Like, there's not that many people. They're just going to get steamrolled. They, Coop kind of knows that. Baja knows that, too. And I think he's trying to, like... He, he doesn't want to kill people. He's trying to fight it. But he doesn't want to lose their little settlement. And if you don't want to lose your little settlement in this situation there's not
0: it's kind of like what we talked about before like what do you think yeah. was gonna be the end of this like he thinks right, like he right. went and blew up he was going to blow up the landing pad um but like you didn't think they're just gonna build another or like blowing up the landing pad buys you time but what the next the next ship that's
1: gonna come down is gonna be full of soldiers right like, you know it's gonna not it's gonna be worse next time they come down it's
0: not so. uh yeah there's no there's no end doing in, doing it that kind of way. So, uh yeah, it's uh
1: but but if you know that that's the case like you got to do something. I don't know I don't know. It's just like what do you, do you just do you let yourself get steamrolled? I mean, these guys have been refugees. They didn't have a home until they landed here. Do you do you not take action because it involves violence? Like I don't know. Like most successful protests in the history of the world are pretty violent <laughs> like civil rights voting rights like all of these very violent in order for people to get the rights that they deserve so you know it's it th- these arguments are they hit different i think in for me a now, little weirder being... in
0: this case because i guess as we said before like they just kind of <laughs> came through the ring first and land on the planet first and then also like, like i don't understand totally. Absolutely. I don't it's understand a very... why. um yes. yes. It's it's a freaking planet. Like they had to land at the exact same spot that. I also don't fucking understand. But like we have to. For we have to. It seems like it seemed the... like it would have been best for both parties if like they're like, hey, can we like live next to you? <laughs> and then they're like, uh, no. no. It's like okay, we'll just go over here then. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, could we have talked about it for a sec? <laughs> i mean it's fucking true it doesn't make any sense i think that they
1: So, okay oh actually actually you know what you know what there's a reason for this it's because they talk about this very briefly the settlers built the landing pad initially
0: yeah yeah so they they apparently came up to him offered him money like yo yes we're gonna be coming here can you like set up some infrastructure for us yes and they did Um, this at
1: first and now this group of people including baja coop these other guys, Scotty, Pete, Loris, Catherine. Scotty. These other, this small group of people. I love Scotty. Um, they're, they're realizing, oh, if these, if these people come down here, we're fucked. Like, that's what they're... That's this, so they're essentially they're backing out of the deal. Um, you but back that's out. why they're landing right here. because they needed a landing pad for this big shuttle that they have with a bunch of people and other stuff. Um, how the fuck did the freighter land? Did they just, like, crash land on this
0: ship? I don't really know. Not how did clear. The, how did what land? How did the the refugees land on? This oh, planet? they had smaller ships. They explained oh, that okay. they're like the okay. small ships can land, but these big ships need a landing pad. Kind of a loophole, but whatever, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah. yeah. So it, this, I really
1: like the chapter between Bazi and Coop, and he's like. They all leave in, like, different pairs. It's really, like, I mean, Baja's like, what are we, an OPA cell? But then they're all, like, leaving at different times. Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, kinda. Yeah, dude. Bit. Like, um, you're plotting how to remove your corporate overlords. Like, you're you're a little bit of a cell. I don't know yeah. if I want to call it OPA cell, but you're a cell of sorts. Yeah. Uh, you're doing cell things. And Poop and Baja leave at the end at the same time. Um, And... Goop's just like you're having a hard time. They almost have like a little heart to heart. He's like, they like recognize that they're not seeing eye to eye, but they're they're both on the same side, and they just kind of like they just kind of like talk about it a little bit. Goop's like you're having a hard time with this, and Bosch is like we just got off to a bad start. Goop says you were one of them before, and you didn't fight. Um, and Bosch is like no, I didn't. And um,
2: I think what I don't know if I understand exactly what that
1: means. I guess I can't remember. I don't know if that just means that Baja was like a corpo type guy, but yeah, because Koop's been an OPA guy, like a hard OPA. Guy yeah, for a while. I think he just means um, that he
0: didn't fight on the OPA side when he could have. Yeah, probably that makes sense.
1: Um, and then Koop says can be hard, especially on the big stations, saros, Ceres, Ceres, Eros, before Ganymede, all kinds of inners there. You live around them, you work with them, you come to like some of them maybe, and then the order comes. You have to pop a seal, let someone die, blah blah blah. Compromise. So basically, like this is where they're talking about like our so Baj is like, are we in OPA Cell? And Coop says resisting Earth's corporate power grab, there's worse models. <laughs> 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 like he's right. I mean he's he's 100 percent right. Um yep. it's just really um it's just it's just a, that I like the I like this discussion. Like, this is good shit. Um and applicable, I think, for today's um especially as fucking, you know, Supreme Court's doing what they're doing right now. So Yes sir. But then at the very end, Coop's like We all remember who pushed that button. But <laughs> then he threatens him right at the end. So he got that ace in the hole. But before that it was a good it was a good talk. Yes, sir. A fun little ideological debate. James Holden. Every time I read James Holden, I read James Harden right now. So James Harden.
0: That, but. What a man.
1: Uh, um what a, did anything else crazy happen in this one? I don't
0: um this, pretty chill. No, this is when I finally realized that it was Katoa, <laughs> Papa Katoa. That's real really life. funny.
1: Is this where oh yeah, this is where I read your note.
0: The Katoa people. I was like, why did you just realize that? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't put it together. They didn't really uh-huh. mention it. Well, they kind of oh, no. did. Like, from the Eros thing, I should have put it together, but... Yeah. Um, um, and the other child... Or not Eros. But...
1: Baja's son is Basic.
0: Yep. Jason. Felsia.
1: And Felsia, I believe they mentioned her age at some point, but it's pointed out that, like, Baja's like, she's way too young. And Lucy's like, she will be... Of university age, when she takes the 18th month uh, trip to get back there, which is wild to fucking think about. So. That
2: is wild. Scary. Um, chapter six.
1: Chapter six. Bring it. Uh, Elvy for back. Elvie. Uh, Elvy is out in the field doing her scientific research. She's watching a little. Native, what is called a mimic lizard. Ooh. It's feasting. Um, Man, I just think of prey. These things, yeah, these things remind me of of prey a little bit or something else that's fucked up and weird or like annihilation. I get a lot of annihilation yeah, vibes yeah, yeah. in the movie. Um, this thing, I don't understand how I'm supposed to visualize this. Apparently, <sighs> it sh- it, what this thing does right now is it somehow like unhinges its jaw, shoots out its entire stomach mass, and it like hits this fly thing and then dr- slowly drags this its internal organs back into itself and then does some digesting i don't i don't i don't understand how that is supposed to work and how this lizard lives but i that's how it, we do it on Illus. so um yes that is what happens this mimic lizard shoots its stomach out elvie has uh, her leg in a cast she's like giddy at that she got to witness this She says, sorry, little one. She just absolutely just murders this thing. She totally destroys it. She has a tool that catalogs the mimic lizard into data. Scary. Kind of like, I don't know exactly what it does. It turns it into data. Uh, It shoots a bunch of tiny, tiny little needles throughout the body to gather samples of genetic material to turn into essentially like a model in the computer. And then it's going to beam that back to Earth, Mars, whomever. They're going to study that shit. They're going to learn some stuff. Uh, and she heads back to the village. Uh, Fias kind of joins up with her and they discuss life on Illus uh, and how the locals tried to kill them from Fias' point of view. Uh, Fias points out how he likes how long the days are. They're 30-hour days. You can mm-hmm. do a full day of work, party for a full day amount of partying time and then get a full night's rest it wow i'm
0: in let's change there
1: actually yeah we definitely should it sounds awesome 30 (laughs) hours would be a nice amount of time for a day you would have a lot more time to chill and sleep i like it sadly we can't change it um so we can learn a little bit about the the geography of the new setup here the RCE encampment is a little bit south of the village. It's 100% separated from the village, so they're kind of, like, segregating a bit here. Um, about half... Uh, there's a community meeting that's going to be happening, um, and about half of the RCE uh, survivors join, decide to join this community meeting, and they're going to be talking about some stuff. And uh, the the incident, as well as the arrival of the partial UN observer. Reeves, the RCE security team second in command, he starts off our meeting, he addresses the room, he discusses how he would like any help in identifying the landing pad saboteurs. Uh, however, it's very clear that they don't know anything and no one in the village is telling them anything. So, they don't They don't know who's doing what at this point. Uh, they'll probably are probably going to learn at some point. But um our girl Elvi Dr. Okoye, goes next. Um I believe that Lucy Merton talked a little bit before this, but I they were just talking about village stuff. Um which is important, but I didn't include it in my notes. Uh and she talks about how they the goal for everyone is to keep as little contaminate the local biosphere as little as possible for the health of the biosphere. I love that. <laughs> Bajia and others in the village that have been living here for a while get very fucking mad at this. They're like, who are you to tell us how to live on our, in our planet that we've been living on for a while? And Lucia kind of just kind of walks. She's like, LV, maybe we, it's kind of late. Everyone's kind of sleepy. Like, maybe we, <laughs> We're kind of tired. Maybe we, maybe we talk about this later. And yeah, so always like, damn, that did not go well. She was a little bit nervous about public speaking. She's not, she's clearly not like a natural. Public speaker. Uh, she's very like embarrassed about about how this went. Uh, however, she's leaving the meeting and she talks with Felsia. Uh Felsia's like, sorry, my dad's kind of a douche since uh, my brother died. Like, oh, OK. <laughs> um, and. Um, as they are going back to town, Felsia brought, a, uh, I believe, some sort of light or torch or something. And LV did not. And you need one because it gets dark cause there's no lights here. Not a lot of lights here. Uh, no she asks Elvi uh, what it's like going to a real university. She wants to go. Elvi thought she was going to tell her who the killer was. Nah. She felt the tension. The killer. Like, so what's college like? <laughs> what's college like? I love that oh. question.
2: A Good question. I Important hope nobody question. asked me that ever. So,
1: um, good chapter. We got some good science stuff. Uh, we're obviously we get a little detail on how the RCE encampments I'm calling it an encampment because of my internal civilization brain. Um, but we have the encampment, we have the settlement there. <laughs> Are you just so
0: calling them it? barbarians? No, I think that's uh, what just happened.
1: The settlement, it's a civilization, it's a settlement. Um, you said encampment. It becomes like an encampment later. All right, all right. You know this. Come on. RC. Camp? Camp. And then the village. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not in... It's not in... It's not in-minted yet. It's just a camp Oh, right fair, now. fair, fair, fair. Um, they will in-mint it. <laughs> Spoiler. uh, And the village. Uh, So, yeah. And uh so we clearly learned that the village is pretty united. They're not gonna give up their own. Uh they're not gonna tell these dirty corpos who bombed their landing pad. Um and they there's clearly a lot of they got very upset when LV tried to tell them that they shouldn't be contaminating the biosphere. They don't they obviously don't like view they they the scientists in the RCE and the villagers view the planet in a very different way. Um that's very clear. So that was chapter six. You got anything for that chapter?
0: Uh no. It's very yeah, again, I think it's just very clear that LV does not read the room or understand what's going on. No,
1: she's not she's kind of um, like not great on the social interactions. She's not very she's a little naive. Yeah. She's a she's a nerd. She's just a classic, she's a nerd. She loves science. That's about it at this point.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much.
1: I can't believe you just murdered that lizard. I was shocked. I was like, damn. She's like, wow, I love this lizard more than life itself. Bop.
0: <laughs> got him. Dead. I love it. Um, wow, you got to be really careful on this site. All right, so a couple things. We're going to go to Science Tuesday.
1: What site? What uh, the wiki, the
0: Expanse wiki.
1: Oh, okay. Um, right.
0: So there are a couple minor spoilers in here. Um, but don't give them to me. It's not crazy. Don't read the whole green box. Um, it it honestly isn't that big a deal, but it, it would give some things away. Uh, but yeah. So our science Tuesday this week is going to be about illis. Um, and they call it illis nine here. I don't. Do they ever say that in the book? I don't know. Did they say it in the show? Is that I what no it's idea. called? I nine? Was,
1: when I saw nine, I thought that was a spoiler. I'm like, are there really like eight? No, I'm not, I'm
0: that's, that's not true. Um, So maybe yeah, it's the four. ninth. Oh, it's illus four. You led me astray.
1: Wait, IV. Is that four?
0: Yeah, that's four.
1: Funny, because I initially said four, but then I changed it to nine.
0: Yeah, it's definitely so. four. Nine would be IX. Um, But either way. It's the fourth from the star. That's why it's called Illus IV. And the stars, the system that they named for the ring is called Illus. Um It was uh one of the first planets discovered by Probe that was inhabitable for uh human life. Hence, oh,
1: so that's how they Okay, okay Yes. Great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
0: hence why our our refugee crew kinda came here. They're like, Oh, these stars are habitable. Boom, let's choose one. It is about the same gravity as Earth. We yeah, as we know the day is just a little bit longer. Um has pretty much the same atmosphere, uh, and temperature as Earth. So it's a almost uh perfect planet. Um it does have some local wildlife, but nothing intelligent that we know. It has it's super dark as night, as uh we pointed out it has thru- 13 moons that are not very shiny. Low libido, uh, low libido, <laughs> low al- 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 albedo, 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 whatever. They're not very reflective. Um, they also think oh, they were put that's... there by the aliens because they're like perfectly spaced and the same distance. So yeah, that would seems be, that would pretty be freaky. Weird I like, don't know if I would he... live there. That would be concerning. We're going to live like, <laughs> in this pentagram. Don't mind me. Right. I don't know
1: why, but I'm just even even imagining that would be scary to look at. Like, I I don't even I'm not seeing it in real life at all, obviously. But like perfectly spaced moons, I'd be like, we're dead. We're fucked. This is yep. not good.
0: Yep. Um. So there's a bunch of stuff everywhere, too. Like they talked about the ruins. Um. So it's very clear this was once inhabited by um what we'll call the ring builders, um, the, the molecule civilization. Uh, so yeah. And then, uh, we kind of get to where we are now. I don't want to give too much of anything else away because it could be more spoilers. Um, but essentially, yeah, earth like planet, um, very cool. Has a bunch of alien stuff going on, which might come into play later. Who knows? um, and is currently technically held by the United Nations, um, but uh, very cool stuff. And is where all this book will take place.
1: Yep, it's kind of nice. We just had the we literally are just always on Ellis this whole book.
0: But some people hate that. There are people who hate this book. I should say, that's crazy. Um, to me. That, and those people are wrong. But, Absolutely. Um, I think they He's hate in it because it gives an
1: email. Send us an email why you hate this book. I think they
0: hate it because it kind of gets away from the whole. Like this could be a not space book, maybe. I think that's a hundred. I think that's why why they hate it. Um. Because they're just on this planet and it's about like these relations here, which I think is super cool and interesting. But I could see how you're like, where the fuck's my sci-fi book? Um.
1: That's funny. I'm always. I love sci-fi and stuff. I'm always more into the sci-fi as a backdrop of a great story type thing. Yeah, so which much I think, to be that. fair,
0: I think that's mostly what the Expanse is. Um, yes, hundred percent. And It's very hard sci-fi. It's not, it's not Star Warsy sci-fi. So,
1: but I guess that's why I don't mind when they get a when we're just on a planet.
0: Yeah, yeah. When True. they get away from the yeah, actual I thought space the same aspect. thing. And we yeah. still we get some space action here. Some I spacey say, stuff like, happening. The end of this book is
1: bonkers. It's pretty wild.
0: Pretty spacey. Um, the drama, the drama, oh, the wildness, the, the, the almost, the almost sex, it's crazy.
1: Wow, that was crazy.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna be a long one. Um, it's gonna
1: be a great one, folks. Love this book. Still
0: nine more episodes.
1: Only one Holden chapter, so thank fuck. Wow, for we that. could
0: finish real quick. Only one Holden chapter so far. Yeah, I think there's. I mean, I think there gets to be more, right? But uh, right. there has to be.
1: I I get Oh, we I also
0: like culture. learn more about like molecule and stuff too. Like, like
1: we learn a lot about protomolecule. So I don't think
0: I think there's nothing to hate here in this book. You that's, get that's straight. We get some protomolecule straight. stuff. We get some fantasy, baby. Some interesting right. relations.
1: That's kind of sci-fi. Isn't
0: um, it? we get some some sexual tension. Which um,
1: oh, give me all the sexual tension. That's a,
0: yeah, that's what we're here for. Uh, and we get. We get some we get some killings. We get some brutal.
1: You're about to say we get some ass. I was like, "What book are you reading?" No,
0: not a lot of ass in this book. The one critique I do have, but we do get a lot of uh, some. We get some brutal uh, action scenes in this one.
1: Yeah, it's it's great.
0: Another we're we're gonna add to the tally of something that I won't mention yet. Um, but yeah, cool stuff. All right. Sure,
1: I know what tally that is. But I or you will take us out.
0: Um, uh, you go for done. it. You read you the things. Anything.
1: You have any last? I
0: think that was a good mm-hmm. little ending for us. Yeah, say the line. Oh, Employee of the Week? Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Who the fuck's Employee of the Week this week? Um. No one did anything good. No one did anything good. Well, you could almost, like, are you going to say, There's a from a few point of views, you could say Baja. He saved... The like the whole they would all died if he wouldn't have blew up that bomb before that, that happened. That is true. So I think I got to go with Baja.
1: and no one else did anything remotely worthy uh-huh. of employ- Lucia Merton is a great employee of the week, but I just don't think she was involved enough to. She did like save some people, but
0: she's a doctor
1: saving people from the. Saving <laughs> people, but that's like mm-hmm. expected of her. That's yeah, her job. That's the bare but minimum, like, my guy. Yeah, sure. Basha is like. Baj is like, he's not a bomb.
0: <laughs> he's out there making builder. bombs and then saving the people he made the bombs this is for. A, this is above and beyond. That's him. great. Okay.
1: Sure. Baj uh, mainly because no one else
2: does shit. Any. Yep.
0: Yep. Alright. Send us, send us out.
1: Um. You can support the show at the guys who did this on Patreon. If you have a correction, comment, or question, please email us at the guys, the guys who did this at email.com.
0: True. Um, the music for this episode was Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records.
1: And that'll do it, folks. We hope you're all excited to get back into this uh, book for The Expanse. We're going to do it. I'm going to just say that we almost had exactly 69 pages, we ended on 70 pages. Wow.
0: Oh. So, that's big. That's a good sign. Can't write that stuff Looking forward.
1: All right. Cool. Peace. Peace.